Hello everyone, welcome back to the Industry Podcast, Episode 9. So no matter what industry that you are currently operating in, this podcast is for you. Welcome back, Sarah. Welcome back. It's been a hot minute. Very. We've got some um, we've got some cool topics today to talk about, and just some some that we um, we really feel like is really fitting, especially for this time of year. Um, the first one that we are talking about today is managing stress. I feel stressed. <laughs> we won't talk about what we talked about before this podcast. We were a bit stressed because we didn't know what to talk about. But really, um, stress is just a part of everyday life, right? Yeah. If you don't have stress, the good stress, I mean, you're not really growing, are you? No, it's right. And when we think about who this is going to be relevant to, I don't think we can put a cap on or say it's a particular audience. I think we all at some point... Um, receive levels of stress. Sometimes they may be a bit higher. Other times we might know how to manage it. You know, sometimes we might go through things already once so that when we're, you know, come face to face with it at another time, we already know how to deal with it and manage it. So I think we're today more so just sharing things that we've maybe been faced with um, and how we kind of manage that and work through it. Yep. Yeah. I think um, one thing that for me that comes to mind is you can't always control what happens to you, like the circumstances, you know, but you can actually control how you respond to them. Right. Right. So if something goes down, if, you know, you've got shit going down one day, that's, it seems like a big deal. Yeah. It's how you really respond to it in those moments. And we've all been guilty of responding incorrectly. I I personally have, and it's something that I'm personally working on as well. Yeah. Yeah. but I think it's how you respond to them is how you're going to get out of the shit and right. how quickly you can get out of the shit. Right, exactly. A lot of, actually, a very big common one, when anyone thinks of stress, like meditation is probably the first thing that comes to people's minds. Yeah. You know, you think about zenning out and you think about taking a deep breath in. But do you actually do that? Because I don't personally meditate. I don't either. I, th- I think I'd want to, but I just don't think that... I've got other ways of coping. Yeah. But... So I think I the whole thing around meditation is getting your breaths together and yep. really like using your breaths to stay focused mm. um, and focus on, you know, you know, when everything's thrown at you, it might be really hard to just like stop for a minute and actually think of the situation because you may already have the answer for it. So I think the purpose of meditation is really just to like centre yourself yeah. and, you know, have a clearer mind so that you can come up with a solution. Isn't it around, like, meditation is around mindfulness, right? So being present rather than stop trying to live in the future or the past. It's like, I'm here now, this is me, this is what I have to do right now. So there is, like, a lot of um, logic behind meditation and it works for a lot of people. Mm. But focusing on the now is the most important thing. Yeah. Um, Actually, one of my clients, Michelle, you know, Michelle Bailey, um, she... We, she was going through something the other day. We were at the base and she was going through something and she practiced something that she had learned on a podcast and she shared it with me and she goes, I just learned this and I'd learned it before, but I put it into practice today. And it was, I go, what was it? And she goes, it's two deep breaths and then one out. So it was like, <sighs> like that. And she goes, your brain actually, it's like a defense mechanism against stress. So whenever you're, you know, when you're really upset and you start crying and your natural reaction is to go. (sighs) Yeah. It's basically your mind like 
processing. Yeah, it. bringing everything yeah. back, and she goes, and it actually works. Really, so, little cool exercise. There you go, guys. It's a little tip for you. Yeah, if when you're being, going a, when stress. you think you're being a little bit dramatic when you're crying yeah. so much, and like, <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's actually yeah. So doing that outside of times that you might be crying and practicing that breathing yeah. is a way of like centering yourself. Yeah, which was I love really that. Cool. I'm always looking for ways like to improve and to control my stress levels. And I think for me, I can handle the stress, right? Like mm. personally, I've got a big threshold with stress and pressure. Yeah. And I know you do as well. Yeah. Like we can really turn it on. But the thing that I am always working on, and this is kind of like a bit of a shortcoming for me, is how I deal with it. Right. And how I um, project that onto others. And like, you know, we're always projecting shit onto each other yeah. every single day, every single week. But um, I think how you respond to those, it sets your, sets your um, team up for a really good culture as right. well because they're like, they're watching you. Yeah. They're like, this is how they deal with stress. Yeah. So this is how I should deal with stress as well. So for all of you business owners out there or maybe you've got a team that you manage, um, it's really important that you're setting your team up for success. So they're watching every single thing that you are doing, yeah. how you deal with things, and they will deal, they'll mirror you and they'll deal with the things in the same way. Right. Nobody wants to work for the person that's always stressed and takes it out on Flying off others. the handle. <laughs> yeah. I think the best kind of leader is the one that you, they're going through so much and you have absolutely no idea about it. And you know that it, whenever you're going through it, you can, you know, come to that person and know that, they can, you know, I sometimes say to my team, I'm like, actually, I went through that last week. They're like, really? I'm like, yeah. Like, oh, I wouldn't have known. I'm like, yeah. this is how I dealt with it. You know what I mean? Like, I keep it to myself. I try and find solutions. Solutions are a very big thing um, to help me when I'm managing stress. Um, because it's essentially like whenever you're feeling stressed out, you need to find the answers to the problems that you're having. You need to look at why you're actually feeling this way. Coming up with solutions is the best way to manage it, yep. I will say. So really think about why are you feeling like that? Who are the key players in this thing? And, you know, who can I reach out to and kind of make that situation a little bit better, shed some light onto it or, yep. you know, deal with it that way? Yeah. One thing I always say to people is, like, what is the worst thing that could happen? So my, one of my coping strategies is, like, something's happening right now. Yeah. It's very stressful for you. What is the worst thing that could happen? Like, what's the worst case scenario? So I'm a big, like, okay, this could actually happen. Yeah. And then re reverse engineer everything. Yeah. Is that really going to happen? Maybe not. Maybe it will. So prepare for the worst. Yeah. Because you're not going to be disappointed. It's very true. So for me, I think... And projecting that onto your team as well. So you really, like, you're gearing them up to be stronger individuals. Yeah. It's yeah. really, really important because guys, they mirror everything that we do. Yeah. Everything. No, it's absolutely right. So I guess it's not a one size fits all to stress relief, right? This is just kind of like our experiences and what we've dealt with in the past. It depends on what your stress is that's on your plate. Um, if you're the creative type though, if you're kind of like very artistic, um, be a lot of a lot of our hairstylists out there that are listening. Um, maybe it's a cue for you to get out there and create because when you're in creativity mode, the stress goes down. Yeah. So take a deep breath, step outside of your comfort zone, step outside of the situation that you're in and go and create something. Yeah. It might not be in your industry. It might not be doing some hair. It might be doing something else. It might be painting, picking up a paintbrush or doing something that you wouldn't usually do because your mind is... Uh, in overdrive and your 
um, you're reconnecting a different thought process, right? Yeah. I think using things like exercise as well is a great mm. tool. Like, it's nothing new. Um, That's number one. Number one, for yeah. sure. Like, for me, how I manage my stress is to have something that I look forward to at the end of a busy day. Yep. You know, and using that to fuel you know, and release the endorphins and get me, you know, feeling a different kind of way and then better prepare myself again for the next day. Mm. You know, not riding through the same level of stress the entire time going, you know, you're going to go through that stress. Maybe you're, you're feeling stressed at work. Then bringing that stress level back down, maybe going exercising after work or starting your day with exercising. So you're still in that, you know, downward, not feeling so stressed so much. And then maybe it starts to rise slightly, but doesn't feel as bad. You know, I think if you're constantly going through stress, you're going to feel it rising and rising and you're going to see no end. Mm. But if you can kind of make that, it's kind of like a heartbeat line. If you can come make that come down and then come up, then it won't seem as bad. It contributes to a lot of things in life. So, or the lack of, so I had someone, I was talking to someone recently, um, who was, um, experiencing a lot of anxiety and stress. And the first question I had was, are you exercising? Mm. And that person was like, no. Yeah. So you have to get your body moving I would say every morning, I can't, personally, I can't start my day without going to the gym, without doing some form of exercise. Yeah. It's so important. And I think so many people overlook that. It's not the physical aspect, it's the mental, you setting yourself up mentally to take on anything. Yeah. So for me, like if someone says, you know, you've got to, you know, you've got to be somewhere at 6.30 in the morning, I'm stressed. Mm. And I'm stressed because I'm like, I have to fit my cardio in. Yeah. I have to fit it in because when I get to that appointment... I'm going to be good for nobody. Yeah. Like no one's friend. Yeah. So whatever works for you guys, but getting those endorphins up is so important for stress. It's the number one thing. Yeah. You also read, right? So I was like for many years, I'm like, I'm so not into reading. It's just not for me. But I've noticed that when I do pick up a book and I am start, and when I do start to read things, that my mind actually ex- escapes elsewhere. So it's kind of like another way that you can manage your stress and take yourself out of a situation is to have your mind thinking of something completely different. And the best way to have your mind to like thinking of something completely different might be to educate yourself on something new, to stimulate it in another way. Mm-hmm. So reading is a great um, form of stress management. I will say, and it's definitely helping me. I'm a very slow reader, but I am seeing the benefits in it. Um, and plus I'm learning really cool new things along the way too. So it's progressing me and also teaching me ways of coming face-to-face with certain problems and, you know, also managing it that way. Yeah. By having more answers. I find that reading is a form of relaxation. Like for me, definitely, yeah. like I can zone out. No one is interrupting me. It's just me and the book. Yeah. And I always say, you know, I'm going to go and hang out with my friends today. Yeah. And it's actually the authors of the book Mm. because they are teaching you so much. They're teaching you things that maybe you've never, ever, ever thought of before because they've experienced that. Yeah. Um, And it's just, it's time that you can can control as well. It's really important. So, guys, if you haven't picked up a book, if you don't really like the thought of it, just I, I urge you to open your mind de-stress, pick up a book. A book a week, I would say. I mean, I'm a fast reader. I've been doing it for years and I always read a book a week. It does help with the stress levels. Yeah. If you're looking for something to help you de-stress, so you need some like topic-specific de-stress 
books, then there is one book that I do recommend. It's called Rise, Warrior, Rise. Mm -hmm. um, the author is also a dear friend of mine. It absolutely helped me at wow. a time of need a couple of years ago. So it's a, it's a big book, but it's a really beautiful book to read. Um, but yeah, reading, exercise, finding your Zen. So meditation, which we spoke about as well, creating, getting out there and creating, greeting the morning with gratitude and goals. Do you ever do I that? I love that. Like for me, I did have a question, um, asked to me of yesterday, what drives me on my socials? And literally the best thing that I can think of is looking back to see how far I've come is a big one looking at what I currently have now and looking at what I have to look forward to in the future. So having things like coming up really, you know, that might be stressful too because you're thinking about the things that you have coming up as well. But these might be the things that you hoped and wished for back in the day and it's finally happening. So gratitude really is something like, hang on, you're worried about this one thing that's coming up, but this is everything that you dreamed of in your past. So be grateful for that. Yeah. Don't be stressed about it. It's it's like a part of um, your journey. You might fuck it up. <laughs> you True. might, like it might be terrible, but everybody starts somewhere and this is just the start of the journey that you once wished you had. So I think like be really grateful for that rather than being really stressed about it. You, there is a saying, and I know Tony Robbins always says this, it is absolutely impossible to live in a state of fear but also be grateful. Yeah. You, it just, you just can't do it. The mind can't process that. Yeah. So it's like be grateful because you won't be fearful. Fear doesn't exist, right? No, not also. in a grateful mind. Yeah. yeah. Fear just doesn't – it's not even a real thing. It's yep. a thing that we, you know, our bodies, we naturally just – you know, seem to do like fear something, but what are we fearful of? Yep. You know, like it, it's not an actually, it's not a real thing. And we can control our fear in things. Like yeah. it doesn't actually have to exist. Yeah. Our mind, we can train our mind to not be fearful of things. Yeah. So, you know, naturally people are going to be like, oh, no, if I do this, it's like, that. that's so scary. I can't do that. But you can train your mind to be unfearful of things. And the less fear you have in your life, the less stress you have in your that's life right. as well. So... You, oh gosh, there's so many great books, guys. Like I've read The, the Five Second Rule by Mel Robbins. If you're in a state in your life, a point in your life where you really need this stuff, books like this are really good. So she talks about the, the prefrontal cortex in your brain, like you've got five seconds until your brain tries to talk you out of shit. Yeah, it's like either you're doing it or you're not doing yeah, it. Yeah, so she's like, make it, make it within five seconds. Get up and say, I'm going to go do this without yeah. going, hang on, this could happen, this could happen. She's like, no, go do it. So yeah. I love that. And I always say that too to you as well. I say my best decisions are made on the spot, you yeah. know, the ones that I didn't really think about. Figure it out later. Yeah, figure yeah. it out later. Just Same. have the answer straight away. Yes, yeah. be a yes person. Be a yes person. <laughs> confidence. I think driving with confidence as well. Yeah. Like be confident in your answer and then figure it out later. That's right. 100%. Just training that Something muscle. that I live by, wing it. <laughs> <laughs> Just wing it. <laughs> uh, another thing that I always say to everyone around me is don't be overwhelmed, be focused. Right. And what I mean by that is there are so, we've got so much stuff going on on our plate every single day. But, and it can stress you out. You've got so much shit going on. You don't want, to, you don't want things to fall over. You've got deadlines you don't want to miss. It, it is absolutely possible to stay focused. You yeah. don't have to be, channel that energy from being overwhelmed, anxious, stressed, Re, like channel that back into being focused, laser focused, because it requires the same energy. Yeah. 
Does that make sense? Yeah, I so say it all the time. Dealing with deadlines then. Let's like, because we all, we're all faced with them no matter what industry you're in, we're all, we've all got deadlines. Mm. What are some ways that you deal with deadlines? Like, do you do everything yourself? Do Who do you call on? Yeah. How do you break it down? Is there a list in place? Is there a strategy? Like, how, how do you? So I, so to get really like detailed and technical, yeah. Sarah and I both have an assistant. <laughs> because we need one, because we've got so much stuff, so many businesses that we're running at once. Yeah. We delegate a lot, and I've got this written down here because we delegate where we can. Yeah. And we have literally almost daily meetings yeah. to make sure that things are getting ticked off. We have goals, targets that we, that we meet, that we tick off, and we make sure that they're done. Sarah and I are both drivers, so... If you work for us, you will absolutely get it done because we'll be asking you. <laughs> um, but those things are really important. I always make sure that we have a bit of a regroup to make sure that we're getting things done. If the goalposts are changed, what can we do to change? Like, what can we do to meet those targets? We we just literally five minutes before coming onto this podcast today had a conversation about our upcoming masterclass. Yes. And a couple of things have happened that have changed in terms of um, the event management side of it. Yeah. And we were just made aware and we were like, okay, let's plan for these little variables. Yeah. What things are we doing to make sure that these things are done? Yeah. So it's really important that you stay on top of your target. Yeah. I think writing things down, using your calendar. Yeah. I'm so surprised by so many people that don't use their yeah. iPhone calendar. Yeah. Mine is like full every day. Yeah. And I wake up in the morning and I look at what I've got on. Yeah. Another thing, another strategy that I use quite often is um, I prepare the night before. Yeah. So before I go to sleep, I will journal exactly what I need to do the night before. Yeah. I make sure I glance at my calendar to know that I don't have any little 7.30 a.m. surprises in there. If I do, I can plan for it. Yeah. So I think that's really important. Plan ahead. I think my, probably my biggest thing, and everybody in this room is probably going to laugh at me and like, yeah, that's Sarah. Um, I, we were just talked about delegating, right? So for me, what I realized really quickly was that I cannot do everything. As much as I would love to, I cannot do everything. Yep. And I have progressed so much faster and further having a team behind me helping me along the way. So how I manage my stress is by educating. So I have a big love in educating. So the more that I can teach my team, the more that I can pass on, the more that I'm faced with certain things and certain problems, the more people I can call on. So for me, education is such a big thing, not only to progress my team's um, abilities and, you know, progress them faster along within their future, but for me also, like, who can I call on when I'm going through it and I might not be able to attend to it. You know, there might be things that blow up on a Monday and I'm like, oh my God, I'm not even in the salon, you know. Having that preparation set in place where I've already educated my team on it, whether that be through a meeting, shadow sessions, masterclass, whatever it is, going, I feel now confident in somebody else managing this for me um, and essentially taking stress off my shoulders because they're prepared as well. So I think preparing your team, building an A-team, like we've said before, is so important. If you don't have that great team behind you, you're only going to be able to go so far. 
Or if you do go far, it's, it, you're going to have a lot of stress on your shoulders and it's not going to make you perform at your best. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Delegation, the art of delegation, guys. Delegation, you know, for me, like you say calendar, I don't know people that don't do with calendars. Well, I don't, okay? I have a great team. Let me, let <laughs> that me inform me of what I have on one day. Guys, <laughs> this is how good Sarah is at delegation. She delegates to, she sends me the most random shit. And I'm like, I sit there and I'm like, does she actually do anything herself? <laughs> you know, I've had sure, very big art and skill into actually not doing it. I'm sure Sarah would delegate her cleaning, her toilet cleaning to you me. You know, I just have she something could. to offer other people, you know. You want to learn hair? Okay, you're going to be doing this social side. Yeah, exactly. It's a swap. We do swaps in this salon. <laughs> my, the last thing that I have on my list is one of the most important as well is a healthy, balanced diet and lifestyle. Yeah. So important. How many people have you met mm. that are so sluggish? They yep. can't get up in the morning. They can't get their shit together. Yeah. And they're just... They just, they don't give a shit what they put in their body. Yeah. There's a really big um, thing around, and I really want to kind of break this. All hairdressers out there, they're like, as a hairdresser, you don't eat. You have one coffee, you have a cigarette, and you don't eat for the rest of the day. Mm. I don't. I don't. I eat. (laughs) My team laugh at me. I make sure that I eat. And I make sure that I eat because I perform better when I eat. A coffee at the beginning of my day isn't going to serve me well. My focus is not going to be there for the the rest of my day. It'll be one hour. (laughs) Yeah. And like, I don't schedule out time to eat in my day. I don't write lunch break. That's, That's not how I do it. But, you know, there's like little bits throughout the day that I do go and fuel my body because it is important to me. My brain function is so much better. My answers are better. My focus is better. My work is better. So I think like, you know, taking, I really encourage hairdressers to get it out of your mind that you do not start your day and think that I'm not going to be able to eat today because I'm so busy. Mm. It's just not even a thing. Like, Go scoff your tuna and It should be a priority, you know, have things on hand that can because you are going to feel very stressed and throughout the day, if you do have a busy day and you don't have time to eat, yep. um, and you're not eating as well. So, like, I 100% agree with that. My, my my team laugh at me, but I eat six times a day and I don't stop. And they're full meals. So, if I'm going to have a consultation, my food's already in the microwave and it's heating up. And then when I'm mixing your colour, I'm going to eat it really quickly and then I'm going to come yeah. back. Like, because that's what makes me perform better. And, you know, like, I don't... At the end of the day, I'm not like, oh, my God, I can't wait to go home and eat something, you know. At every point in my day, I'm loving being there because I've set the processes in place, whether that be eating, training in the morning or training at night, whatever I need, really, to make me perform better and be happier and live a better life. Guys, you need to you need to adopt that same strategy as well. Like, I think it's a bit of a cop-out. I hear all the time, whether it's in our industry, any industry, I haven't eaten all day, I haven't had time. You absolutely have time. You can find 20 seconds to quickly get a can of tuna and a salad down. Yeah. Guys, we're not uh, nutritionists by any means, <laughs> but we know, we know how to look after ourselves yeah. and, and whatever works for you. But we've had people in the past come to us and say, you know, like, it's just so stressful, like, I can't eat properly. Mm. And it's like, that's on you. Yeah. So you find the time, you become more efficient in other areas of your life so you can fit the important stuff in. Yeah. If it's important to you, you'll make it happen, yeah. right? I'm, I'm, so I'm 100%. I just, like, I think that whole saying can absolutely turn people off trying an industry. If everybody thinks in their head or hairdressers, they don't eat or they don't have time to do this, this and this, how many people are we ter- potential staff members are we turning away from our business? It might not seem important, but it absolutely is because yep. 
people look for, you know, when I ask people what's important to them, oh, I need um, a lunch break. I've actually had that before, you know, like, okay, well, you know, this is, we don't have, say, this is how hairdressers work and this is the only way that it has to be, you know, like, mm. no, we're humans actually, so yeah. we need to eat yeah. and this is how it works, you know, like. That's it. It's important. Don't, you know, don't have that set thing in place of this is how it has to be and this yeah. is how it is because you will turn people away from the industry yeah. as well. Yeah. If we don't have enough staff members, we'll 100% be stressed. <laughs> 100%, definitely. Um, well, I think we've covered everything yeah. in terms of, but I did want to leave this open to anybody because this is like a topic that can kind of go on yep. forever and ever that you're absolutely okay to reach out to us on any one of our social platforms um, or on the industry.podcast Instagram. Um, and if you're de- dealing with anything, you're going through anything, ask us questions. We're open to answering. Absolutely. 100%. We're always we're always available in the DMs. Yeah. Most of you that have reached out um, and you do send us a DM, we will always, both of us will always answer it. Yeah. Um, we're happy that we can help you guys. So and we, this is the reason why we do this podcast, just to help and give back because it's really important that we have people in this industry that are willing to do that. So, yeah. And we're putting our hand up. Thank you so much, guys, for tuning in to episode nine. Uh, We will be back with you soon for episode 10. Bye for now. Thanks, guys.